You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Look, the timing is good. Well, if we're going to have good timing. For us, a go is critical. We support as COSATO. In fact, all the South African Labour Federations support it. So number one job as a trade union federation is to support any effort to save local jobs, to create additional jobs, but also not just in South Africa, but across the continent. We have a huge problem of migration to South Africa because of a lack of opportunities in other parts of the continent. So if we can help grow the economies in every country in, the, in Africa, that's good. We have a 42% unemployment rate. We have a 60% youth unemployment rate. So that's a ticking time bomb. So trade is the key way to... To, to deal with that issue. And of course, yesterday, as you mentioned, um, Sakina, the medium-term budget statement was not a, a pretty picture because the state is having uh, real problems of declining revenue. That's because of a stagnant economy. So a goal gives useful opportunities. There are many good things in it. Um, it gives preferential access for African goods, including South Africa, to the U.S. market. So South Africa has, has really benefited from a lot because of motor manufacturing, agriculture, Um, and uh, clothing, textile, jewelry, even our jewelry exports, mm. chemical exports, even our Krugerrand exports apparently. We dominate the Goa, so that's good. But we need to be be a bit more smart to say how can we enhance it, how can we grow it? Because it's also quite worrying. If you look at some of the African countries like Central African Republic, Chad, the uptake of a Goa opportunities is minimal. At times it's zero. I think Comoros as well and other countries. So it means that there's a challenge about how do you improve it, how do you enhance it. But we're quite keen because we've brought trade union federations from Africa, from South Africa, from the US. We all have one message. Let's extend it, Goa. Let's see how also how we can improve it to cover the greater scope of goods, really drive trade relations because that's fundamentally how we're going to improve the lives of people across the continent and across South Africa. What's the not so good part of it? We haven't exploited it enough. So the U.S. is our second biggest trading partner after China. About 10% of our trade goes to the U.S. Only about 20% of that is under Goa. There's a lot of opportunities. And the fact that we only have we have a 42% unemployment rate, that's a problem. The fact that you have some African countries who have almost not expl- taken advantage of it at, at all, literally zero goods, that's a problem. So there's a need to see how do you maybe expand the scope of goods covered. Often you find that a goal is dominated by two things, one by petroleum or mineral exports from Africa to the US or by South African goods. So that's also not, not great. Um, but again, the poverty, the inequalities, underdevelopment across the continent, points to the need for us to do much better but we've been quite um, positively heartened by the response by colleagues in the US in the government in the US who are keen to see an enhanced Goa a strengthened Goa and we've been pleasantly surprised by when engaged the US Congress Republicans and Democrats they have a similar view let's see how we can improve it we shouldn't be unambitious so for us that's great because ultimately trade is how we're going to grow our economies and how we're going, to, we're going to create jobs. Mm. So, so Mielani, for those who are not here, of course, uh, you have the exhibition hall there. You've got all these exhibitors, you know, small businesses uh, coming out, uh, some big business enterprises also represented there. But I'm looking at the small business side of it and people are here, they're exhibiting their stuff. Who are they exhibiting it to? Uh, it, it is mainly to... Uh, present the capabilities uh, of South Africa in terms of uh, small businesses and the products that uh, we have so that uh, the South Africa 
uh, South Africa, Agoa, and the United States so that we can have linkages, uh, whether it could be partnership and as well it can be sourcing. But I think my focus from an economic point of view uh, and understanding the South African economy, I will probably uh, indicate that what is needed from the uh, out of this Agoa, it is commitment for foreign direct investment uh, for South Africa to produce uh, agri cultural products or agro-processing and manufacturing. And when South Africa becomes uh, uh, one of the strongest uh, G20 uh, countries in terms of manufacturing and agro-processing, we will then have uh, beneficial uh, exports uh, out of South Africa, as opposed to probably taking minerals raw as they are, uh, and then we export them, and then we take agricultural products as they are, and then we export them. So there is about 40% to 50% of added value when we produce locally. But at the same time, you look at manufacturing will create uh, jobs. And uh, as economic growth um, uh, uh, rise, and then uh, as well, we'll start to uh, see uh, employment growth. And these two, these two elements are critical elements that we'll really need to uh, uh, attend to. Uh, and then uh, uh, make sure that like you know this conference or this forum uh, really impact the South African economy from foreign direct investment point of view uh, you know a lot of people could look at uh, the exhibitions but uh, in really the pie that we need uh, from Agoa or from the United States uh, we need more than what it is being displayed here because we are a big economy and mm. then we have more than 10 uh, million people that are unemployed. But could one not argue, Mielani, that our uh, big uh, businesses and enterprises are well known? They already have the capacity to interact with the international markets and leaders in those markets. Uh, and, and, and which is why I'm curious about the exhibitions by the small enterprises. Mm. Um, hence, I ask the question, who are they exhibiting to? Who is here to perhaps come and look at what they have on offer and uh, take up some of the offers that are here? Uh, you know, for example, um, Kailicha Cookies. I took a walk around. Uh, so you would know in if you go to south african hotels uh you would usually find those cookies in the rooms uh kailicha cookies and 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 i'm very curious about their expansion into the u.s market uh given you know the massive opportunity that would exist in that market so, so, so you know how do they benefit so from that uh you know when you have layers of uh, uh you know i spoke about foreign direct investment but as well you can uh, look at uh, sme uh, finance so what is critical as well from uh, a united states because they already developed uh, small businesses and they have like um uh, 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 areas like your Silicon Valley, where they are having, uh, you know, um, a, a farm of small businesses. So South Africa as well needs to probably present uh, themselves from that context. And then we have small businesses that could probably be, uh, you know, scale up. Uh, so when you look at that, you will need to look at a small business that could probably need a scale up uh, at its level for them to move from here to U.S. 
I don't think probably it could be the major aspect, but what could be uh, uh, critical, it could be to have uh, expansion of that uh, company locally. They create jobs and then they export the products. Matthew, if you would come in here, because obviously the there would be buyers out here, U.S. buyers, um, and again... <laughs> I'm loath to think that we would just bring people just to showcase something, but it's not going anywhere. Um, I would like to think that's not the case. I, th I think it's a combination of things. Um, so when it is the processing, I go expires in September 2025, so it's a year and a bit. But of course, it's a passed by it's an act of legislation, so it's passed by the U.S. Congress. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Politically, also we want to kind of build the momentum to say to the U.S. Uh, Congress, the U.S. administration, U.S. businesses, U.S. labor movement, this is important for South Africa, for Africa, etc. Um, we also want to have the discussions between the U.S., Africa, South Africa, wh whether it's government, business, or labor, what are the new ideas for new, um, improved goals. So it's kind of also provoking discussions, but to kind of build momentum. It's just a kind of a message to investors, to buyers, to people who are trading, that Africa and U.S. have got significant trade relations. Here are the opportunities. So I think the exhibition is more about kind of, um, what's the right word, flirting or kind of mm. giving a bit of a sense. Obviously, you're not going to come here and buy a car with those cars on display, oh, etc. Well, I'll take one. <laughs> you have the money. Um, I think, but I think it's to give a bit of a sense, provokes my ideas. You have a significant attendance here of about 2,000 people, if memory serves me right. Mm. Business people, trade unions, government officials. I think it's about kind of provoking the ideas. And look, you know, at times in the U.S., um, without me speaking for them, Africa will not be on the top of the political agenda. We are far down the, the pecking order. So I think it's also by kind of putting the consciousness of key opinion makers in the U.S. that Africa has real opportunities for the U.S. We hear the kind of types of goods we have to offer, etc., and kind of provoke that. Part of the reason why we're keen on an extension of a goal, even though it's only, you know, 20% of our trade to the U.S., 2% mm -hmm. of our total trade, so that might not seem like such a big number, but the message is also important. If South Africa was to leave a go, that would send a bad message. So we're kind of really keen to say, let's give a bit of political support, momentum, um, engagements. We've been engaged as COSAT with our colleagues in the US labor movement to say, we want you on board that you can go and lobby your congressman or senator to, to say, this is important to US workers. Um, we need to have a bit of better trade. How can you improve it? So it's a, it's a combination of, of, of interventions. And, you know, with regard to uh, the uh, labor force and again, how does uh, South Africa benefit, you know, because we, we want to put numbers to these things. I, I, Goa has been in existence since 2000. So how have we benefited? You know, how many jobs can we say have been created over the 23 years? Um, how have South Africans, ordinary South Africans, reap the benefit in a way that they can actually see it. Because I think very often we speak in abstract terms and, and, and that's a bit problematic. And hence, you know, these things fly over people's heads. So I think that that's quite a good one. Um, in many ways, we, be we benefited. I think there's about 82,000 direct jobs. I think about 450,000 indirect jobs. But you can identify key sectors. So a motor manufacturing industry, Ford Motors, for example, it's a huge part of it, a huge part of our exports to the U.S. We've opened up a new plant, I think, last year in Chwane, uh, for a few billion rands, about 2,000 jobs, to create the Ford uh, Ranger truck, the Bucky. That goes to U.S. markets. A lot of our mining exports, jewelry, chemicals, agriculture, clothing and textiles have seen significant growth. So it's really quite important. But beyond that, we were actually quite pleasantly surprised that it's also helped benefit African integration. So Botswana's exports to the U.S. is about a million dollars, which is pocket change, 
or not for you or me, but in mm. uh, economics. But the export to South Africa for value-added goods, which are included in South African cars, export to the U.S. is about $106 million. So that, for Botswana, for a country of 2 million people, that's quite significant. Lesotho, we have a huge, you know, umbilical cord relationship with Lesotho. It really has benefited quite a bit from growth in terms of clothing and textile exports. That creates jobs in Lesotho. So that benefits South Africa too because it means less migration pressure for people to have to come to South Africa in desperate search of jobs. If you can create jobs in Lesotho, that benefits them. Um, so I think that's quite a few, quite a few benefits. Um, again, it's not perfect. There's much more that needs to be done. And of course, we have an unemployment rate of 42%, so we shouldn't be celebrating anything. But for us, it's right, quite good. We were also quite pleasantly surprised, Sakina, you know, often we think that Africa is a charity case, but it's been beneficial both ways. A lot of U.S. companies depend upon the exports we send to them, whether it's car manufacturing or other industrial plants. The materials we send to them to be added to their final products. They need our mineral exports. They're increasingly attracted to our chemical exports, our jewelry, our clothing, and so forth. So that's been quite useful. It's also helped to attract U.S. investors like Ford and other companies, clothing investors coming, you know, investing in South African clothing factories in Cape Town. So it's been a two-way street. Um, it's benefited U.S. pension funds, which are invested here. So that for us, it's critical because we don't want charity. We want a sustainable bipartisan relationship, which benefits both parties, because that's the only way to ensure that it grows and is sustainable. If you're simply about doing us a favor, well, then you'll be very vulnerable, vulnerable to the political winds of the day. So I think for us, it's been quite, mm. quite, quite, quite beneficial. Milan? I think uh, we need to look at that uh, United States is uh, South Africa's uh, second uh, biggest uh, trade uh, partner. And in terms of uh, creating jobs, that is massive, uh, like already. I think what is important in this conference as well, it is for South Africa to manage uh, the trade relationship between South Africa and China and as well to manage the trade relations between South Africa and the United States because these two economies China and US they have started to fight for South Africa but we need to come up with a solution on how we mature uh, from trade relations and from international relations point of view and get to manage these relations so there's a huge responsibility from Department of Trade and Industry. There is a huge responsibility from Department of uh, International Relations or our Foreign Affairs. And I will say Uma Amana Lagnaledi has been really doing well. Uh, you know, we have seen a lot of work that she has done towards uh, the BRICS. Uh, but it is such a tactical, matured international relations and as well trade relations that are needed. South Africa is at the level of uh, where it can uh, move in and trade with U.S. like European nations. And then I think there are a lot of opportunities that we are not taking and this uh, uh, forum needs to unveil opportunities that South Africa can take and then we move from normal uh, you know like opportunities that we have been uh, like attending to but we upgrade or we move to another dimension of opportunity so that we can beneficiate uh, like much so what is important it's mainly the relationship of South Africa and United States and I, I will say it's just a slight disappointment uh, from my side that I see the president of the United States and uh, not being here I think that part is something that I don't think it is well I will have expected uh, the president of the United States to have 
came here the same as the president of China came here. And in, in a way, if it was China and U.S., the president of United States will have went to China. And I think that is one element that the United States as well will need to learn about Africa its growth uh, so that we get to have mutual relationship and not disrespecting uh, like nation. I think that part is something that they are still not doing it well, but probably they will improve in the future. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for that. And of course, quite a bit to chew on. We need to take a break. Uh, that was uh, Matthew Parks, uh, Kosata's parliamentary uh, coordinator and economist Mielani Mkabela. A quick break and then uh, we'll come back with more from NASRIC. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.